happening y'all welcome back this is episode 172 that is 172 of super flashy arrow of tomorrow the number one arrowverse podcast on pornhub i am your host the self-knighted sir cussalot travis pointer aka the dragon king aka big t aka t money aka sweet t aka black merlin aka the hnic and I'm joined as always by my co-host Mara the Shark Watkins. Hello. Oh, oh God, sorry. Hello. How are you doing, Mara? I'm here. Sure. You sound like you were struggling right there. So I'm just, you know. For a hot second I was, but I'm good. Okay. Okay. Good, good. How are you? I'm alive. Just, you know, doing my thing, working on some stuff, revamping some things for us. I made some adjustments on the Patreon today, so we're working on some things. But yeah, living, surviving. But you are here to hear about that right now. What you're here to hear about is, uh, you know, the Arrowverse on the CW, you know, Supergirl, Flash, Legend of Tomorrow, Arrow, Black Lightning. Batwoman, Stargirl, Superman and Lois, and the all-new Naomi. So we're going to talk about that stuff today. Four of them in particular, because those are the show, four shows that happened this week. But, you know. Yep. You know flash me back. I mean, well, yeah, flash me back in March. <sighs> That's so far away, though. I guess January. I mean, January ends in like a week. But it's January. And when in March does the Flash come back, though? Well, I think I want to say close to the end. Yeah, so exactly. I'm just saying, be back in like a couple months. Yeah, it's two months. Don't ask for more work. Yeah, don't ask for more work. I'm not asking for more work. I'm just saying, as you know, it's, in, it's far away. It doesn't matter right now. Yeah. I was just explaining why we. Only had four. What do you mean only four? There's four shows to talk about. That's plenty. Yeah, I, I didn't mean it like it's not plenty. There's times we've had five shows. That's I was just saying why we. I don't even remember. Why are we talking about the number of shows? I don't know. You brought it up. You started with number four. Well, yeah, but you the that was the end of my commentary. Like, you the one kept going, we'll have Flash in March. I'm like, so? I was just saying the Flash will be back in March. <laughs> Add extra shit on, trying to make us work hard. All I was saying is that the Flash will be back in March. Anyway, let's talk about what happened this week. Where do you want to start? Start with Naomi. Okay. This was episode two of Naomi. What was it called? Unidentified Flying Object. So yeah, this episode was all about them tracking down the crash site of the UFO that crashed on Naomi's adoption date. Mm-hmm. March 14th. Yeah. 2004, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
children. So it starts off with Naomi. She's still in that shop talking to Tattoo Dude. And yeah, him. And basically saying he sensed her on her adoption date. Um, he says he's from the planet Thanagar, which is why he got wings. Um, his <laughs> wings just, they, I guess they sense aliens. Aliens sensing wings. Don't let. Okay. Whatever you say, bro. So yeah. Naomi's not human. She's an alien. And he says he can prove it. Um, later on, I guess the next day. Which he asked her to jump off of a bridge <laughs> to <Yeah>. prove it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But apparently, like the next day, she's talking to her parents and she's just like, yo, she's just asking them questions about her adoption. They just have no answer. They claim they know it, they know nothing. Um, said it was a closed adoption. I think they're full of shit, but whatever. Yeah, um, they definitely know more than they're letting on. Yeah, yeah. Like, the adoption date is the day of the UFO crash, like that very day. Like, and they also, and then they also happened to die not too far away, not too long after. Yeah. yeah. Unknowingly. Yeah, it's just, it's a whole lot of like real coincidence. They just wouldn't know what's going on. Especially if she's crashed that day and was adopted that same day. Like that's a adoption very process adoption. doesn't happen. Exactly. So that sounds like I stole this child. Yeah. Very yeah. lifetime. Very lifetime. Very, very Martha and Jonathan Kent like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> finding babies and just being like, this is ours now. <laughs> Um, let's see. So then we got she's at the school. Naomi gets Naomi gets asked out by her friend. Yeah, uh, Anthony. It took me a while to find that out. <laughs> so, yeah, and she says, "Yeah, sure." Like, and I guess in her head, she didn't realize he was asking her on a date. Yeah. And I'm just like, you just not paying attention then. Because, like, that's clearly what that was. Yeah, and I, I, I thought she was into it, too. And she was like, yeah, let's do that. And I was like, oh, okay, wow. You really are open to that. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes to meet up with Dee, and he wants her to jump off of a bridge to prove herself, or to prove his truth to her about her mm-hmm. so that the, they're at this bridge like you mentioned earlier how like he wants her to jump off the bridge and she was like i ain't doing that shit and he's like well have you ever been injured and she was like yeah but she can't name one time that it's ever happened because she's never been injured <laughs> right because if you've been injured before you you know how there's usually a story behind it. Yeah, yeah. There's like random marks and scars all over me. I can tell you when most of them happen. You know. Yep. Two on my scalp. I used to have one on the side of my knee, but that one's gone now. But I have a new one on the top of my, at the bottom of my uh, thigh, but where it connects to my knee. 
Like I got a couple on my knee. Both of them happening from rollerblading and falling down. Like nasty falls. The one, the ones on my head are because I'm stubborn and I don't listen. Yeah, I got a couple on my head. One of them came from. Do you remember those infomercials about that that um, equipment called the Tower Two Hundred? Like attached attaches to your door. And it's just like a big ass thing with like resistance straps and a big metal thing that's attached to. And yeah, the Tower 200 is what it was called. Basically what happened to me, I got a scar over my eyebrow here. Like it's kind of faded a little bit, but um, Uh, basically- The exercise thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was getting ready to move and I was taking it off the door and it snapped down the metal part just pow, right in the face, right? Um, then there was another time when I was in school, probably like kindergarten, first grade gym class fell down in, in gym class into the wall where they like have the mats, like rolled up and put like underneath little spot in the wall, little cabinet thing, hit my head on that. So it's just, you know, I remember the random scars I had basically to say, and the fact that she remembers no injuries is just like, yeah, you've been. You're, you've never been there. I almost scalped myself twice when I was like seven. Wow. How about broken bones? You ever had broken bones? No, knock on wood. I have never in my almost 30 years of life had a broken bone. Damn. I had a, had a broken ankle when I was in the third grade. But Lots of cuts and scratches. Nah, no breaks. Yeah, it, it broke in the third grade, and it, I'm pretty sure it never really healed properly, which is why, like, it's still, like, not great, because there's times I heard it, you know, doing other things, but, you know. Well, you can't really in, expect nine-year-olds to really nurse an injury properly, you know? Touche. I mean, in turn, my knees now feel horrible, so... <laughs> No broken bone, but the bones in my knees are like, stop this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, she's invincible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, D also claims that at one point he fought against Superman and he's met Superman and all that. Um, alongside or against? Against, I think. Uh, I thought he said alongside, but I mean. Because that, because later on she said, "Can I meet? Can you can you introduce me to Superman?" I was like, "Why on earth would he introduce her? <laughs> Why would she ask that if he said he fought against him?" I don't know. He's but he also said he knows him. So like you know, you may have this time when you fight against somebody, but you cool now. You right. You right. right. There's people I've had fights with, but I'm cool with them now. You know, still still cool. Um. So then, Naomi calls. Um, what's her friend's name? That's always calling her babe. Annabelle. Yeah, calls her over. Um, and Naomi's clearly looking for the crash site, and Annabelle just like, "Yo, Naomi's mom, smoothie. Can we do that? Yeah, cool." Um, <laughs> Naomi's father has a meeting with his superior about the little incident in the square. Um, Commander Steele. Yeah, him. 
and they found this indestructible cloth there that's clearly from Superman's cape, which if it's indestructible, how did it break off a piece? But okay. Um, okay, thank you. Because it was like, you telling me, what, what did he do it? Did he rip it off? Because that's the only thing I guess I could think of. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they, Naomi and friends is like, find this other kid that I guess he's like real deep into the alien lore and all that kind of stuff so they're investigating crash sites and shit. Oh yeah, Mr. O'Brien. Yeah. Well before him it was another kid. It was? Yeah, there was the kid that was with him first and the kid is the one that told them about the, the O'Brien dude. Oh, Anthony. Was that Anthony? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, who's what's the name of the kid that asked her on the date? Anthony. No, it was a different kid. There's two white kids in this group. Yeah, there was another kid that was the one that really like was really into aliens and shit with the darker hair. With the with the dark room, right? Hmm. With the dark room. No, the dark room was at the school. Okay. The other kid. Oh, yes, that other white kid. Yes, now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was the one that was really into the aliens and shit that had all like mm-hmm. that was real deep into that kind of thing. And then he told them about O'Brien. Right, right. I think. Or maybe been Anthony, like that. It may have been Anthony that told him about O'Brien. Cause it's, yeah, because it's a local thing and he was just like he knows about him, but other people didn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of kids here. Too many kids, and they're doing too much shit. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. they go talk to O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, so they go to talk to that dude because he like really was like deep into it. He really went out there with his boys like during that time, like right after the crash. Um, but before that, when they first were looking around with that first kid, um. Naomi's like, you know, got her super senses go- are going. She's like hearing and seeing everything. And it was just like, oh, yeah, she got superpowers. But yeah, um, this O'Brien dude, he went there with um, his friends. Uh, crazy shit was happening. Was like the woods came alive. He was hearing voices and shit. There was a bright light. And then somehow he was just back in his car. And yeah. yeah somebody- I didn't remember anything. Yeah. And like, yeah, so it turns out that the crew was looking in the wrong place, but they end up finding the right place. Uh, they go to that place. There's weird writing all over. That's the same as the markings that were on the disc. And, the writing's on the wall. Yeah, and they go in, and car dealer dude is there again. And he's just, you know, Zumbado. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, yo, you send, like, let me send my friends away. We can, you know, hash this out with us and, you know. They resist at first, but then they go ahead and they go. Um, basically tells her, like, stay out of this, whatever the fuck this is. I don't know what this is. But- right. You tell me what this is. It's like, what is this? Like, like, I'm just trying to get from day to day and just update my website. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, then after she ends up leaving, she uh, basically proceeds to break Anthony's heart and um tell him like i didn't know this was you know supposed to be a date 
So like, like I'm not saying no, I'm saying not right now. Like, oh, okay, so you're just gonna say, okay, it's not no yet, it's gonna be no later. That's what that sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Because it's just like, that's, that's really what's about to happen. So let's just uh, call this what it is. Why are you extending this and just gonna enhance the heartbreak? Because he gonna cry in the car. Like, it's just, anyway. She goes back to see Tattoo Dude. What'd you say his name was? Oh, we got a freezing. We have lost Mara. I don't know if we're going to get her back. We're going to keep going for right now because we've lost Mara. But um, Naomi's father gets put on this alien task force thing. And yeah, so he's investigating the alien crashes and stuff. And oh, we have completely lost Mara. So yeah, I guess it's just me talking to myself right now. And I'm just going to go ahead and pause this recording now because we don't know what's happening. So. Okay, I think we're back now. Um, so where do you want to go next, Mara? Let's go to Legends. Okay, let's go to Legends. All right, so this episode of Legends was called what? It was called Lowest Common Denominator. All right, so yeah, this episode kicks off with uh, them the actual legends, not the robo legends from last week, but the actual legends in the mansion. Um, you know, they're out trapped in hell. They're in hell. Yeah. Sums up with Gideon's like she was like not as precise with her calculations or some shit. Um, time machine dude who looks exactly like Constantine, but Constantine. Yeah. Right. No, I'm sorry. I was looking at something else. Okay. Anyway, so they're like, "Yo, how do we beat these Robo Legends? We don't know what to do." Um, Gideon is just beating herself up for some reason because she thinks she is partially responsible. Um, Bearrod is like, "Yo, I'm gonna ask Astra out because I'm into Astra." Um, Yay. Apparently, uh, Time Machine dude just left the door to hell open. Davies. <laughs> yeah, he just left the door to hell open because yeah, shit gone. got in. Yeah. So there's some shit in the house causing some mischief. Turns out they're on a hell reality show. I thought at first, not when everyone was like, it was like everyone was getting together. I was like, is this some kind of lusty demon? Like the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. But they got a cursed ghost film crew watching them until they catch something real. Right. So Astra's just like, yo, I'm going to go talk to the dude in charge of this and I'll have it fixed. 
So she goes down there. She actually has it fixed pretty quick. Like, it's just all well and good. But then Bedrock fucks it all up because he, he made it weird. He followed yeah. Her in there. She said she had it handled, yet he followed her in there. Uh, just got to have faith in your woman, Bedrock. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there was just this whole thing about, you know, just a hell reality show. Apparently there's a confession room. Gideon starts stirring up shit. Blah, blah, blibbity blue. Is there anything in this that you want to make sure we talk about? Gideon and Gary fucked. Well, that was a thing before, though. That started before the break. I know. It's just funny to see it again. Mm -hmm. And we also didn't get to talk about it because we were on break. <laughs> well, the only thing we missed during the break was that last episode of, Arm of uh, Flash Armageddon. We saw them get together in the last episode of uh, Legends. Not last week. But there the, was last, a... the last episode before the break of Legends. Mm -hmm. I thought you were saying there was another time. Okay. But yeah, no, they're going to go to 1914 and stop World War One, And Gideon proposed that idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that whole thing, then we had to capture something real that turned out to be Bedrod talking about him, you know, just him himself getting re real about like what's really, you know, how he's really feeling and all that kind of stuff and not getting high all the time and all that. But yeah, Gideon's like, yeah, we're going to stop World War One. You know, save Archduke Ferdinand, like, um, what's his name? Time Machine Dude. I'm here. I said, what's, what's the dude's name? Time Machine Dude. Davies. Yeah. Like, she's like, yeah, we got to save Archduke Ferdinand, like he said. So, yeah, let's do that. And everybody's like, Nigga, what? <laughs> huh? But yeah, that was Legends. Let's go to Superman and Lois. Okay. What was the name of this episode? The Ties That Bind. I'm loving this light up here because it's just like the way I can just go up to it so it just grabs the light. Okay. Now, what did you say the name of this episode of Superman and Lois was? The Ties That Bind. Okay. I like my light being here. Because <laughs> the way it grabs the light, when I can look up at a dramatic title like The Ties That Bind. <laughs> All right. So this uh, episode kicks off. Lois is making breakfast for everybody. Crazy there's, breakfast. There's I'm a whole lot of meat and eggs. And it turns out Natalie's a vegan. So Ugh. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. A waste. Like you just ah, so much. There was bacon. Like it was mm. like, did you see the bacon? Anyway, so um, much bacon. Oh. And then like Clark starts seeing visions, and then he passes out. Um, Again. Lois is like, you should find out if it's from having all them Kryptonian consciousness up in you. Yeah, yeah. If you get a lot of Kryptonians in you, like things can happen. You know? So, you okay? Yeah, I got my booster today. My arm really hurts. Mm. And it felt weird when I like rubbed my arm. So I was just like, does my arm look weird? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, then we cut I also had like this cereal bar earlier today and I've been kind of like rolling off of that like all afternoon. So then we're at the school and we start off John and the new and what's what's his girlfriend's name? George. Okay. And um No, what? They're together in the hallway. Until you tell me a real name, I'm saying her name is George. So um (laughs) then there's that. Then we got John uh Jordan and Sarah. Things are still awkward there. Um Jordan introduces Natalie to Sarah though, and two of them hit it off. Um, then we go over to the Candace. Okay. So then there's a little moment with newspaper lady because she's tripping about this podcast that's uh accusing Lois of some shit, um, like not having proper sources or something on some story about a cult. Like she be she be pressing them or she be harassing them and uh like just kind of like stuff like that. Like she'd be pressing her sources to kind of pretty much say what she wants to hear. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I vetted all my sources. I am a proper journalist, all right? You will show me proper respect. But newspaper lady ain't respecting, even though she asked her. Chrissy. Like, it's just, <laughs> no, she's newspaper lady right now because of the level of disrespect, right? Yeah. That's another one. Like, yo, I am Lois goddamn lane, okay? Like, what is wrong with you? Who are you? Who are you? Superman and Lois really are the power couple. <laughs> like, what is what is her name again? You said Chrissy. See, if I'm Lois, I'm like, you know, here I got a joke for you. Knock knock. Who's there? Chrissy. Chrissy who? Exactly. It's <laughs> gonna roast her like that. Yup. <laughs> I don't even remember where I heard that one from. I got that from somewhere else, though. Of course, the name wasn't Chrissy, but it was the same, you know, it was the same joke, but I, that's not a... Same gist. Yeah, that is not a Lord Custalot original. That's that's somebody else's joke that I used right there. I'm going to use that when I quit. Yeah. yeah. Whatever your manager's name is. Yeah. <laughs> use it. Um. So, yeah, Superman goes and sees Tal. Because he's got questions. And he's like, take me to my fortress and we can get some answers. And he's like, yo, no, fuck you. (laughs) We're not doing that. The fuck? What made you think we were going to do that? Yeah. Then, you know, Lois goes up to the mine with Chrissy and they're asking questions about the earthquakes and stuff. And the the head nigga in charge there, she's just all like, yeah. Dr. Faulkner. Yeah, she was like, yeah, we're trying to figure it out. We don't know what it is. Yeah, okay. But it's not us. I say, I swear, it's not us. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's the thing. Like, he was telling partial truth. It wasn't them, but they definitely know what it is because they 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 in there for that. Like, because we saw at the end, she was like, yeah, they definitely know what's going on um, or have a better idea than what she let on. Then we got, you know, campaign stuff is happening at the diner and Oh yeah, Day was supposed to go speak to everyone. Yeah, he showed up. Then that other that other dude, George, was the other contender. George was like, I just came to say hi. Yeah, the the incumbent mayor was just like, hey, Mm -hmm. I just stopped by to say what's up. 
But yeah, to all my constituents. First, yeah, first time I haven't run unopposed. And I want to believe he has something to do with old dude getting that job too. Like, feel like that was just all like, you know, he sensed he was going to lose. I'm like, oh, hey, dude in the other town that I know, you should hire him. Get him off my back so I can still be mayor. But anyway, um, yeah, their candidate is dropping out because he got a job offer and he's like, I got to think of my family and blah, blah, blah. Then we go back to the house. John I feel like, oh, and I'm just like, he had everything to do with that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So John Henry Irons is unpacking back to the house and Lois goes in like, I need your help. Uh, he's reluctant because he's like, yo, I got to look out for your daughter right now. Like, that's my priority. She's like, I don't need you to suit up. I just, I need you to see if you have any tech. Yeah. So um, then we got Superman. He's helping with some airport situation. Turns out the dude is inhaling, you know, yellow kryptonite. Um, like, the fuck, dude? Yeah, gave himself superpowers and shit. But then he has more visions and passes out. And uh, DOD's new super team shows up and takes the guy down, helps Superman out. Because um, his head goes all crazy again. But then, DOD dude, whatever the fuck his name is, is talking shit. Uh, he's just, you know. Uh, I just said it too. What did I say? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no. Different, different, different military. Uh, Anderson. What did you Colonel say? Anderson or whatever. What did you think you were No, saying? I was going to say uh, Colonel Steele, but I was just like, no, no, no. That's from Naomi. Yeah, that's a different dude. Other military dude. No, this is uh, whatever his title, Anderson. All military people don't look alike, Mara. <laughs> so then we got uh, Lana back at home. She's trying to figure out a new candidate for mayor. And I'm like, clearly it's going to be you. Why are we doing this? Yeah, I was... <laughs> I even wrote it like, cause I always write, when I type my notes out, I put my own personal thoughts or commentary in italics. And I was just like, Lana's trying to find another candidate, spit, enter. She's gonna run herself, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put like, clearly it's gonna be her. Like that was <laughs> next uh, note I had here. Then we cut to a high school weight room. Uh, John ends up watching the kid lift 315 pounds and was like bench 315 like not even just a deadlift like he like 100 benches 315 i've yet to actually meet a high schooler that bench 315 like that's scary so he's got his suspicions he's like yo he's especially this dude who's like a lazy ass fuck dude like how did he how is he benching 315 right now he's like this nigga juicing definitely so Clark is like, yo, I'm going to take Tal out to the force because something's not right and he can help. And Jordan's like, yo, let me go with you. I can help. And Clark is like, fine, whatever, nigga, let's go. Yeah, get, you just get your shoes on. Let's go. Before your mama get back because she won't like it. Um, She's not going to be happy, so might as well just hurry up. So yeah, they go, and it turns out his mother's AI is there. Also, Tao's mother, of course. 
and Tal is not very pleased with her because he felt abandoned. Mm. I also didn't. I didn't really realize that they didn't. Um, they didn't really birth babies. I always forget that they didn't birth babies and that they engineered. Yeah. Engineered them, and that um, Cal was like the first natural birth one, which is why he was so special. Because mm. <laughs> she was like, "I'm your mother, but like only genetically. Like I ain't birth you, nigga." <laughs> yeah, you did not come forth from my birth canal. I didn't break and rebuild and break again to birth you like I did my precious cat. <laughs> so yeah, there was that whole confrontation. And then we got Sarah talking to Natalie. She's like, what would you say if you had a secret and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh. And I'm like, Here she, we was go. At, she was at camp. But I'm like, she kissed a girl and she liked it. And then later on, we found out it was true. That's what happened. I'm like, yup. We also find out that Lana's running for mayor. Yeah. And now they get that old car to start that um, that uh, Sarah and Cam have been working on for a while. But yeah. Um, Lois and John Henry Irons are doing some more looking and watching. Superman has more visions while he's in that in the Fortress of Solitude. Earthquakes are happening again. Tal gets his cuffs off because he has his powers back, even though he said he really didn't. He had lost. And him. I said, honestly, who the fuck is even surprised by this? The Nobody bad guy be. actually, right? The bad guy lied. The bad guy lied. <laughs> he attacks. There's more earthquakes. Um, there's something down in the mines. Uh, Jordan fights Tal. He like you know, laserizes him, and you know they throw him fist to cuffs. Tal almost kills him though. Like he was about to die. And then there's some dude. About to have in, him. Yeah. And there's some dude down the right. line. He like basically like blows the whole thing to stop whatever it was from getting out. Um I feel like maybe you're right. Maybe they are going for Doomsday early. Yeah, yeah. That's what it seems like. Because the more, like, yeah, the more further into it it gets, I'm just like, wow, are they really doing Doomsday this quick? Yeah, yeah, seems like they're doing Doomsday. Like, it's just, I'm not against it. It's just like, it seems quick, but okay. But it could be a thing, because, you know, yeah, Doomsday was what ultimately killed Superman, but, I mean, his real arch nemeses are Lex and Darkseid, so... Still not, they're not giving away the whole kitchen sink here. So, yeah, no, this is going to be like doomsday with like some kind of asterisk mark, like they did in Smallville. They did doomsday in season seven or eight. Now, I want to say, you say they did doomsday. Did they actually do doomsday or did they just have something on there that was called doomsday? It's not like, uh, well, he was, they, they had a Kryptonian um, creature or the Kryptonian abomination and they called him Doomsday. Uh, like he was a product of Krypton and he came down to Earth the same time that Clark did. Mm -hmm. um, the story that they did though, you know, 
he was someone that they had all grown close to to some like he was like someone who like they were cool with he looked human. but he had he no normal. yeah he looked human and he was you know he knew the the gang <laughs> um See, yeah so they didn't really do yeah. doomsday because doomsday is like pure destruction like he's just yeah about fucking shit well he, he doesn't talk to people yeah he doesn't become yeah no 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 he just fucks shit up well, so the thing was they had him do like it was more of like a um he was forming into him because he didn't know like the dude who was doomsday didn't know that he was he didn't know who he was where he was from either Did he like they somebody? gave him no in fact okay gotcha yeah in fact he was destroyed yeah yeah he didn't kill superman then they didn't do they didn't do doomsday as I was okay. saying, they did their own version of it so they could keep it on a show. Like their own spin on it so they keep a show going. Boo. I mean, totally 10 years. That show was on for 10 years. Yep. And it's officially trash now. So um, <laughs> let's see. Superman puts Tal back in his prison because, like, yeah, we ain't doing this. Uh, Superman's he's like fuck this I'm never doing that again (laughs) yeah Superman's mother's like yo I know what's wrong with you it's actually good that he brought you here but yeah put him back (laughs) um put him back in his cage sweetheart yeah Chrissy's still tripping about the the podcast stuff um because now it's going viral yeah I'm like listen if you're still trying to sell newspapers the people who buy newspapers don't give a shit about something going viral. <laughs> Some podcast. They probably don't even know what a podcast is. Exactly. Like you're selling a newspaper, all right? Like you're you're in a very different realm right now. Who, who are you worried for? Like you're selling a newspaper in Smallville. Like why are you so worried about this? But anyway. this ain't this is small fries. This is small fries, Chrissy. It really is. Um, let's see. Then we got uh we got Jordan talking to John about what's going on, like how he was like, Yo, I fought that dude. Like he didn't mention the fact that he got his ass whooped, but he was like, Yeah, I fought him and I was giving it to him, but he left out what happened after he was giving it to him, where he came back and started whooping his ass. So he was like, um, he's like, but, I had it. Yeah, Natalie gets back. She tells him Sarah's waiting for him outside. And he goes out and Sarah tells him that I kissed the girl. Kissed the I'm girl sorry. And she liked it. Taste of a cherry chapstick. Oh, we we did glaze over the fact that Lois told Chrissy about why that why the article um, about that uh, alley lady, right? Because uh, her sister was a source because she was part of it, Deep and it. ever since, her, yeah, and ever since her article came out about the cult and Allie, her and Lucy have not spoken since. So I assume we will see Lucy again at some point. I wonder if they will get the same person to uh, play her. Right. I doubt it, but I would, I'm curious. What was she on, Supergirl? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. First season. Because she was Jimmy's girl. Right, right. So, yeah. Jordan's not okay with this whole, you know, his girlfriend kissing somebody else thing. He's like, thanks for telling me. Now he feels poopy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Clark is, you know, talking to Lois like he's suffering from what his mother called interdimensional kinesthesis. I'm happy you caught that. Yeah, yeah. So basically, whatever's down in there is like connected to him with some shit and it's fucking his head up and blah, blah, blah. The thing in mind is what it is and it's causing Clark's issues in his episodes. And yeah. Doomsday. Yeah, that was soups in the low. Not soups in low. Yeah, that sounds so horrible. Sounds like a weird soup spot. Soups on the low. I mean, that could be a business venture for them. Like they may be missing out on like some serious money. Like we're a Superman themed soup spot. Soups, um, yep. You just call it soups, soups. Get it? Soups like Superman, soups. Yes. But it says soups like soups that you eat. Soups, soups. Soups, soups. Anyway, Batwoman is all that's left. So let's talk about that. Let's get into it. So, this episode is called Meet Your Maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have a meeting of the maker that happened in this one. So there's some did get some meeting and makers. <laughs> so there was some fishermen. It starts off that fishermen at a lake, and they're like chopping up some fish right there at the lake where it says catch and release only. Like they're just asking to get caught. By the way, like white men not listening to the rules of re- catch and release. Here's the thing, even if you're not going to listen, why are you chopping them up at the lake? Like, just take them somewhere else and do that. Like, what is your problem? Take them, take them home, psychos. Like, like really, like, scale, gut them and scale them in your garage. Like, what are you doing? People don't think. They don't, and that's why you get snatched up by poison ivy. <laughs> and also drowned. Yeah, yeah. And Montoya is also there with her. Um, so that's watching in dis- disappointment. Just, just, I guess she's just watching and just, you know, hands on hips. She's like, mm, mm, mm. she's like, you. So you just, she, you just gonna keep killing people. You just gonna keep killing people, Pam. That's what we doing. We get, yeah, uh, that's what we doing, Renee. Ryan sitting at her adopted mother's grave talking to her. Um, Cora. Yeah, yeah. Then we got Luke. He's in their little bunker area or whatever, just like doing some training and shit. And he wants to punch some shit. And so he's like, all right, I'll help. Like, you want to talk about it? He was like, nope, I just want to punch shit. And you know what? I feel that. Because sometimes you just want to punch shit. You don't want to talk about it. Right. let Let me just punch through this right now. I may talk about it tomorrow, but right now I'm just gonna punch shit. 
I'm going to punch everything. I prefer to do it safely, so put these things on so I can punch them. <laughs> so I don't break your hand, Sophie. And then we got another Diggle sighting. Woo! Here I'm I was thinking we were getting that. closer. I know. You said what about getting closer? I thought we were getting closer to, to this reveal. We are. And just... He has a thingy. And he was just like, he's he got wanted, the box. Yeah, he wanted like, he was like, Luke, can you open this shit? And he was like, no, I can't open it. It looks like it's not scientific. It's something else. And I don't know what to do. It's you. It's you. You got to accept it. You got to take on right? the ring. And you got to put it on in darkest day, in brightest night. Oh, God, here we go. No evil shall escape my sight. <laughs> Let those who worship evil's night, evil's might, I'm sorry, be well my power. Green Lantern's light. You got to say the oath. The, the whole oath? You got to say the oath. That's how you make the shit work. He's like, I need the, the box to open first so I can do that. <laughs> he has to accept it to open it, though. Like, he he don't, he don't just said he had the opportunity to be a certain kind of hero, and he turned it down. Like, in another episode, mm. he said that shit. So if he's not accepting it, it's not going to, you know, accept him. It's not going to open for him. Yeah, so he has to accept what he's supposed to be. And it'll open. And he puts the shit on. And then he has to say it in brightest day. And all will that. he just know the will he just know the oath or will that probably appear? Not. For him Somebody to gotta tell him. You know, it's probably you know, okay. it might be inscribed inside the box. I don't know. That's what I was that's what I was saying. Like the the box is gonna open up and then the the the, the oath's gonna start to reveal itself. Yeah, on the inside. Like, you know, you open the box up like a ring, like you know, when somebody proposes like and on this part like up here, when, it's written right there. When Harry, when Harry Potter found the Marauder's map, and then they found the code to open it or to reveal it. I know you haven't seen Harry Potter. So. Yeah, I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> but yeah, so we get Diggle with the box, but that's later on. That's later on. We get yeah. Diggle and Jada. Um, so yeah, he's yeah, they they apparently they got a history because yeah, later on they say some shit and like, oh, oh, like I went back, back to I'm, my wife and I was like, Oh, they used to fuck. Oh, I was say, Oh, y'all fucking. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, it's Robin Givens, I get it. But like, you know. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you always be if you were separated from your wife and you were like could be fucking Robin Givens, yeah, I had fuck Robin Givens. What were you saying? I was going to say, I always remember her as the crazy lady from Head of State. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my first exposure to, <laughs> exposure to her. Interesting. Wow. My first exposure to her was in Boomerang. <sighs> I know. I know you don't know Boomerang. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's the highly unrealistic movie where Eddie Murphy has the horrible choice of having to choose between Halle Berry and Robin Gibbons. Uh, and I'm just like, you can't lose, sir. Like, it's just like, this is completely unfair that you, that you have this choice. Woe is you, you know, just how horrible for you. How, 
how dare you have such a bad time? Yeah, yeah. How <laughs> or have be threatened with such yeah. to be threatened with such a good time. Yeah, how horrible that you have to make such a such a daunting choice. It's like oh, fuck you. All right, fuck you. <laughs> it didn't bother me as much when I first saw the movie. But like when I when I saw it again as an adult, I'm like, this is just not fair. Anyway, um, Ryan is like just blatantly ignoring Sophie because she's just like, man, fuck Sophie. Never mind the fact that I do want to fuck Sophie, but also fuck Sophie. She's in her feels and she don't want to talk about it. Yeah. So yeah, um, but yeah, Jada wants Diggle's help with Marcus. Uh, they got they want to find the joy buzzer. Um, apparently, because the they were just buzzer. like is what needs to what's needed to fix Marcus. What were you saying? Because they were just like, there's no, there's, it can't, it can't be a coincidence that all these other artifacts are out here mm-hmm. and we can't seem to find the joy buzzer. And they're also going to make Batwoman answer for Batman. Yeah, she wasn't even there. Like, she ain't had shit to do with it. right she's like i'm new and i'm also the second batwoman (laughs) exactly like i'm not like you you could have got the other one who was at least his cousin like i'm not even related like i'm just taking over because she was fucking up like you know them you know them niggas is white (laughs) exactly when she went and got herself deaded so like you know i had to like we had to undead her and i took over so like i don't know it's an unrip like for real. That shit was a trip when they brought back Kat, Kate from the dead and then was just like, oh, we're going to change her face. Yeah. Instead of just killing her. Yeah, they could have just let her stay dead. They definitely could have, but whatever. Anyway, um, so yeah, they Diggle and Jada like, yo, we're going to go check out Montoya's shit. But she's not They there broke much. into her shit. <laughs> Turns out also um, Mary is what's needed to bring Poison Ivy back to full strength. Yeah, because she was looking ghastly. Yeah, yeah. Then we got the sickly. Back she, I'm sorry, she looked like what she looked like um, what, what COVID wants us to look like. <laughs> so yeah. Um, then we got the back crew. They're like, yo, we gotta, we got what we can kind of use to hunt down bat uh poison ivy and shit we're gonna go hunt her down in the woods because that's smart but then the woods it doesn't go well like you know poison ivy vines go and like snatch up their vehicle kill some dude that was like help me help me they gotta run and take shelter in the cabin in the woods because that's a good idea and yeah it was very it was very uh horror movie trope definitely it felt great when I watched it because <laughs> I had just seen Scream, the new one. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. I really, because um, it gave it gave the the effect of it being like the last one. It was a good place to like close and end it. Okay. I also got a little emotional during it, but I don't know if that was the edible or if that was really just because I love the Scream movies, man. I really do. Okay. 
So in the cabin, we got Luke. He's just blaming himself for everything because Luke. Um, and the team just gives him a team pep talk. Then we got more Montoya and Ivy. And she, like, does her little pheromone. She uses her thing. powers on her. Yeah. So I was just like, hmm. That's not good because you know the moment you start using them on the one you love, it's a wrap. Yep, Umbrella Academy. Um, so then we then figure out that Montoya is like impervious to it because she's been microdosing on that shit for. Well, she's not impervious. Like, she just has a bit of a resistance to it, so she can come out of it quicker. Because it definitely got her for a while. Oh yeah, she was definitely stuck for a minute. She was just like. Can't believe you did that. Yeah. So but I was ready for it. Right, but Ivy's like, yep, I'm gonna go kill Batwoman now. Yeah, we uh okay, you so we can't talked, stop me. We talked about when we found out that Diggle and Jada used to fuck, so that was a thing. Um then we got Ivy attacking the cabin because she basically was able to hear through vibrations and shit like plants can do where they were because the, ch- the nature is her ears yeah because Sophie and Ryan and all them were like arguing and shit making all that damn noise um because right because Sophie wanted to know what uh Ryan's problem was he was like listen first I didn't trust you and then I kind of trusted you and now I want your vagina but you gave your vagina to Renee Montoya so it upsets me <laughs> yeah Essentially. Um, Diggle and Jada find the joy buzzers. Like, aha, we can help Marcus now. Um, Mary, this whole time, is being drawn to Ivy because, you know, Ivy did a little thing like, yo, come to me, you know. Yeah, because I was just like, is it the fact that she's getting further and further away from her or... What is it? Yeah, getting and it further makes... away causes her pain. Going towards her relieves the pain. It's like it's a compulsion that she that um mm-hmm. Pam was able to put out. Um, but yeah, she's just like you know, come to butthead, come to butthead. You know, yeah. Mary goes. You know, after Alice was even Alice was like, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, but it like literally causes out... her pain not to. So it's just like they have no choice. True. She has no choice. And she's but, just like Alice is like I, we found out that Alice kind of has a heart for Mary now. Yeah. She was just like I don't want you to die. Yeah. And then Mary uses her powers on Alice. Mm-hmm. Only to get like little tranquilizer shot by Montoya because you know. Right. She got trained like five seconds later. You are not good at this villain shit, Mary. Yeah, at all. And then there's some other shit that happens, like you know other folks show up and Mary kills this dude who was like yo what the fuck is up with you but the son is still alive and more attacks at the cabin they with the, they find out like salt is helpful and they got to go to the salt get the salt out the truck but that doesn't work out they like have to blow up the truck there, there's other shit that happens but, yeah there's so much going on in this episode yeah yeah but Sophie kisses Ryan that happens that's the thing so yeah, yeah. Um, then we got Luke at his father's grave, just you know, basically talking. He about, tells him, I'm not letting you hold me back no more, dad. I got this because he saved the little boy when they blew up the truck, and the little boy essentially called him a hero. And yep. you know, gave him the boost he needed. Yep. Um, 
then we got Mary Friday coming, you know, face to face with Ivy, and they come together, and Ivy's like, ah, power. I'm good. And Alice finds the dad after she wakes up from her trance. She finds the dad that Mary sent away, and he is very much R.I.P. All the all the way dead, just dead, deaded. Who lost this week? Um, losing this week, I'd probably say nobody really out out and out lost on Legends. It was just more like, okay, we're back to the beginning. Um, yeah. Naomi is pretty much a flat thing too. Um, Jordan. Mm. Like he got his ass whooped and found out his girl was like, nope, I cheated on you. Who's winning? That's what I'm going with. I can agree with that. I can back them. Um, winning right now. Not a lot of anyone either. There's not a lot of win. Poison Ivy. She yeah, Pam. Yeah. You right. You right. <sighs> Well, next week we'll find out what what trouble they'll get into next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that'll be it for this week's episode of Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. Don't forget you can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at the Creation World. That is at C R E A T I A World. Also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Creation World. This particular podcast though also has its own Facebook group. Mara, what's that group? Facebook.com slash groups slash Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. Also, if you're a wrestling fan, don't forget to check out Smacking It Raw every week. It also has its own Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Smacking It Raw. And you can There's no G in Smacking. There is no G in Smacking. And you can follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at Lord underscore Cusslot. That is at L-O-R-D underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. Mara, where can they find you? On Instagram and Twitter at Mara Deshark, M-A-R-A-D-A-S-H-A-R-K. That'll be it. We'll catch y'all next week. Until then, we out. Laters.